Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey everyone, what's happening? So Liverpool have agreed a fee for Takumi Minamino from RB Salzburg, meaning he's likely to join uh, as the window opens in January fantastic piece of business for Liverpool. 7.25 million pounds for a player that good. Astounding. Uh, I'm going to talk about how brilliant that is in a moment, but first let me tell you that this video is brought to you in association with OneFootball, the fantastic football app that you can all get on your mobile phones right now. It's got match day sensors, it's got the latest news articles, everything you want to know about your football club, and let's be honest, um, if you want to have a bit more of an expanded football knowledge of football clubs, other than Liverpool. You can get it. I'll put the link in the description underneath. Get involved. So yeah, Minamino at Liverpool. First and foremost, yes, look, incredibly shrewd piece of business by the mighty Reds. But the thing that really struck me about this, because I've been asked about will Liverpool sign someone in January, and I thought, no, not really. It doesn't really seem like a very Klopp thing to do. But he came out in his press conference the other week and said, you know, we, you know, we're always looking to sign players. If we think we can get someone who can help us do what we do, we think it's, a, it's the right business for Liverpool, then Liverpool are always going to be in the market for new players. But I was sceptical, and I shouldn't be, really, because, you know, every time we think we've got Liverpool pegged or Jürgen Klopp pegged, he just pulls something out that completely redefines how they do things. So, yeah, great. And the, the thing that ultimately struck me when I heard Liverpool looking to ball to the front line in January, I thought Chelsea. I thought Chelsea. I'm not Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea have had the transfer ban lifted, which is just, <laughs> just a joke, really, isn't it? No, I thought this is the kind of move that Chelsea always make when they're gunning for the league title. Things are going really well for them. You know, they're, they're, they're flat out, foot to the floor, charging towards the Premier League title. And then what do they do in January? They just bring one more lad in, at least one more lad in, who just freshens it up, increases competition, and in some regards as well, maybe takes someone off the table for a rival as well. Now, I'm not saying like Leicester or Man City were necessarily interested in this lad, but he had a whole host of suitors. And those suitors also came from the Champions League. And one of the beautiful things about the changes of the rules to the Champions League is that he will be eligible to play for Liverpool in the last 16 and beyond as well. So you're not just getting a lad in a situation that like Barcelona had with Coutinho, for example, where he couldn't have played against Liverpool or he couldn't actually play in the Champions League at all because he was cup tied. That's gone. That is fantastic for the mighty Reds. So you're not just stealing from Premier League competitors, but potentially from Champions League competitors as well. Spot on. But yeah, what I think this does is that 
Jenkop's a big a big proponent of shaking things up in January, making sure the message stays fresh. It's why you'll always see Liverpool wearing new training gear when it comes to the New Year's. Now the cynics will go, well, that's simply because you know they're looking to bring more money in. And look, that's not wrong, by the way. But what it does is it just means the lads come in after a busy, festive period, again, flat out through December, and you come in in January when it should just be more of the same drudgery, the same weather, the weather's still crap, you're still playing loads of football matches, but New Year, it allows you to go, wow, New Year, new me, new threads, and it just lightens the whole the whole mood. Bringing another lad in, and particularly one like Minamino, who's known for his work rate, for tearing around the pitch, for getting stuck in, you're bringing in someone who just keeps everyone in the squad very, very honest. It keeps them on their toes. You know, it's not like just bringing in... You think of the players that maybe Liverpool could bring in or maybe have brought in in the past or whatever, not necessarily in January, but but in general. You know, you're buying talent before you're necessarily buying attitude, which has been a fundamental flaw in Liverpool's business for most of the Premier League era. You know, if you're bringing in someone who's got honest endeavour at their core, he's only going to help to bring the, the level up and he's going to integrate with the squad, I think, very, very nicely indeed. And why I think this is really good is that in bolstering the attacking line, it increases the options of what you can do and the ways in which you can hurt teams. And that's going to be pivotal because, look, legs are going to start to tell. They're going to start to feel. You're going to start to remember all of a sudden that, you know, a lot of our top players, particularly the front three, have played a lot of football over the last two years. You know, you know Mohamed Salah, Roberto Firmino and, and Sadio Mane, to varying degrees, but all very, very close. Basically, haven't had a summer off. They haven't stopped. You know, they've gone from World Cup to Copper America, yeah, African Cup of Nations, etc., etc. They've played flat out. They've had very little time off, and that's going to start to tell. And having someone else who can compete with that is very, very smart. Now. You're talking about a lad who's played predominantly this season from the right-hand side for Salzburg. Last season, he played predominantly through the middle, whether it was an attack in mid or centre-forward. So that says to me he's got versatility. But he looks predominantly right-footed as well, which means to me, in a Liverpool system, it means he can play from the left. Klopp loves having inverted wingers in this side. So what you've brought in, a guy who you know, naturally is comfortable playing from the right-hand side. He actually can play, so he can cover Salah, he can play through the middle, so he can cover Roberto Firmino, he can play in the 10, so he can cover Roberto Firmino in a 4-2-3-1. And because he's right-footed and he's got the pace and the skill and trickery, he could potentially cover Sadio Mane from the left-hand side, who is, and I think that's probably the weakest area of our front three right now, is, although Mane, I'd say, is probably our best player this season, and he doesn't necessarily need rest as much as the others because he's an absolute machine. He will need rest, and we do need a solid understudy for him. And I think Divock Origi's been outstanding, to be perfectly honest, You know, as far as understudies go for that. But it just means all of a sudden, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, who was good at the weekend there, you free him up to play more in midfield. He is, doesn't have to be an extended option for your front three. Your front three options exist within that bracket. Look, he might well actually choose to play Minamino in midfield, in which case you've got yet more competition for those uh, offensive slots. That could be the thing. We could see Liverpool shifting more and more towards a Man City style. You've got your one holding mid and your two attacking mids are two very, very attacking mids. And then you're picking what from Naby Keita, Oxlade, Chamberlain uh, and maybe a more advanced Genie Wijnaldum and Minamino now as well, which is potentially very, very exciting moving forward. But 
much like we saw in the Salzburg game, what I think he does is he allows you to play multiple formations inside one football match without making substitutions. And that's what we saw. You can play a 4-3-3 and therefore you can start him in one of the front three positions. It kind of doesn't really matter which. And all you just do is flip things around a little and all of a sudden you're in a 4-2-3-1 and maybe he's playing in a 10 and Mo Salah's playing centre forward and you've, you've freshened your approach without having to cost yourself a substitute. Very, very exciting indeed. The slight criticism maybe is that he doesn't complete 90 minutes often or certainly hasn't done this season for Salzburg. I don't see that as a, as a massive problem. I, I ultimately don't see him as a guy who's going to come in and start every game for Liverpool anyway. He's going to be off the bench predominantly. His job, his first and foremost job for Liverpool is to come in and establish himself in that bracket of players alongside Oxlade-Chamberlain, Origi, Naby Keita, Adam Lallana, for whom... 60 minutes has gone in a match and either you're looking to kick things on by putting a more offensive player on or you're looking to put a minute back into the legs of Salah, Firmino and Mane. You're bringing them off and you're bringing someone else on and someone you can trust to continue to add to the goal threat, continue to add to the endeavour of the side so you're not losing anything from your from your overall level by replacing one of your best players. That's his short-term goal. And the beauty of getting him in in January is exactly that. You've got half a season to bed him in and it frees you up to make decisions in the summer as well. Listen, there might be a point at which the, the, the health and fitness guys, the sports science guys, turn around to Klopp and say, I think we've gotten all we're going to get out of Mohamed Salah or Roberto Firmino or, hey, Sadio Mane. I don't think that's the case in the slightest, but it's a possibility. You've already got a guy half a season trained into being the replacement for that guy. You know, at 24 years old, he's got his best years ahead of him as well. So, again, it feels... It just feels very, very shrewd. It means that, look, I don't think Liverpool will be actively looking to move any of the front three on in the summer. But, look, let's say Liverpool win the Premier League. Let's say they do. Let's say let's say they win another European Cup. Let's just say they do. It doesn't matter whether they do or don't, but let's say that they do. I mean, it does matter. It matters the world. One of those front three might just say, well, Jürgen, look, I've achieved everything I'm ever going to achieve at Liverpool. Maybe it's time for me to move on. And then you're left with a situation of, OK, fine, someone's going to pay for them and they're going to pay mega money for one of those front three. You're talking in excess, well in excess of £100 million for any one of those guys. You've still got to replace them. Do you want to be replacing one of your top players in the summer with that at the same time as getting rid of them? We've tried that before. It makes life very, very difficult indeed. There's not many guys out there who can come in. And as well, you're then expecting them to then need to hit the ground running when the season starts. Very, very difficult stuff. So having this guy in in January, look, whether he ends up being that good, I don't know. But the point is, it allows you the best possible opportunity to get him integrated in the squad moving forward. Look at the difficulties Man City are having this year, just trying to integrate players whilst keeping things going at the same time, trying to integrate Rodri at the same time as trying to maintain a 98-point level is a very, very difficult thing to do, and I think it helps. And worst-case scenario, the very worst case is you spend £7.25 million on a lad. You know, we've spent a lot more on much worse. You know, you can afford to cut your losses if it doesn't work out in, in this regard. But look, I think the fundamentals are there. I think it helps Liverpool in a whole number of ways. And when you consider that there's a lot of football to be played, there's a lot of competitions to be involved in. And look, the competition beneath us has never been more fierce. Yes, Man City have slipped off a little bit at the moment. All of a sudden, they're going to be, I think they're going to be steamrolling right back up into contention. Leicester aren't going anywhere anytime soon. And if Liverpool are just able to help themselves maintain that level, 
then my God, it's the best thing they can do. And I am, I am so made up, so made up they've chosen to take this decision because it really, it really says to me they're all in. They're absolutely all in, and this being the best possible chance that they've had of winning the league. So why why fall short because you didn't make this deal happen? Um, look, Liverpool might well go and do more business. You genuinely don't know that would be a standard. And it does mean that maybe Rian Brewster has to go out on loan. Maybe time for Curtis Jones. For me, Rian Brewster, that would be a shame, but another very, very young, talented man who's trying to get himself into the team whilst also trying to get match sharpness back. I think given how good Liverpool have been, I think two two or three seasons ago, I think we'd have seen more of Brewster just to see him. I think because Liverpool weren't good enough to be at the level that they are now. So you can afford to chop and change and rotate a little bit more, you know, in, in the, like take a few more gambles on unproven players. I just don't think they can do that this season. That's a shame, but hopefully you get to move to a, maybe a top-end championship side or maybe a low-end Premier League side. Maybe, I don't, I don't know. Just somewhere where he can go and get in the starting 11 team for the for half a season and we'll be able to judge where he's at. And I think he's got a very bright future and the same goes for Curtis Jones as well. I think he could go to a very, very high level and prove himself as well. I think they both have a future at the club, but I think right now where Liverpool are at and Klopp said it, this side is so very, very good at the moment. You need to be a very, very good ready-made footballer to be, even be close to being involved. The Jane Shaqiri struggling to get in tells you how good Liverpool's side is right now. And with Minamino, it should hopefully only get better. Listen, I've got a Patreon now, so if you want to support everything I'm doing here, if you enjoy what I'm doing, you want some more behind-the-scenes pictures, you want to get a little bit closer, have some more chat, etc., etc., go to uh, patreon.com forward slash Mage, uh, and you can get involved at helping out Mage TV in the future as well. But yeah, um, thank you very much. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed that. I hope you have too. Drop a like on the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, check out the Patreon, and I'll see you all very soon. Ta-da. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.